I would particularly like to recognize Zippy, Zippy Duval. He's been with us from the beginning. Zippy, Zippy, where's my Zippy? Zippy's always, he's always here trying to make good deals for you folks, right? Zippy. Are you kidding me? Where's my Zippy? Triv tonight. <laughs> you know I'm not Little Triv. I'm Little Diesel now. I don't use the name of my old father. My old father is Mike Trevisano over on another station that's on WTAM. And uh, tonight you're gonna get a little blink into my mind. We're gonna do a deep analysis. Just Little Diesel. You're gonna get a deep blink into my mind about where why I have my ideology, my archaeology is why my archaeology is the way that it is. And you know that I am Little Diesel now and we have a TV show coming up. It's called The Little Diesel Lion's Den and it has a set. We're building the whole thing. We got a whole, we got a whole variety show planned and we really don't care if you like it because it's not for the listeners you know the people that listen to this show are so different from the people who would watch our tv show those people are going to appreciate and love it but the people that are listening now and let me see if i can get a head count there are 11 people listening to, to me speak right now this is me little diesel there are 11 people we have numbers we have ways to track it's just the internet, but I do want you to know that 11 people listening on the radio, and then when we put it up as a podcast in a couple days, it'll be about 1,100. Well, when we do the TV show, it's going to be 11 million, because that's how TV works. Have you ever heard of the word TV? It kind of stands for bigger numbers and higher ratings they don't call it numbers they don't call them listeners they call it ratings with a d and so i really want to talk about and we'll get closer to my archaeology ideology but i just want to just get something off my chest and it's it's hard to talk to hard to talk about this because it's so outdated and it's hard, it's so boring to talk about is healthcare. Healthcare is the, is the one top issue in America for people who want to vote for the president. But it's also the most boring. It, it, actually, it's comically, it's comically inconsequential healthcare. The number one thing Obama did in his presidency that I hated was, I, he, took away my health care. He said it was called Obamacare now, so okay, here's my health care's gone, and now my private health care. And he also said, and this is his biggest lie, his ultimate lie, was you get to keep your doctor in your, your uh, office. You get to keep going to the office. Well, I lost my doctor. 
I, and I lost the office. I had to go to a new office where they don't care about me. He's a different guy every time, and he look and he's uglier every time I go there. And it, that might just be my perception, but he's uglier. My old doctor was funny and cool. He was he kind of gave me advice about being cool and funny and getting older and how to still be how how good to get pretty women to still care about what I have to say. He kind of. He gave me tips about what to say on the radio, so a lot of what I said was being parroted through my cool and funny doctor. He was great looking. He was very easy to look at, but it wasn't too, it wasn't the kind of easy to look at where you want to hurt him. It was the kind of easy that you just liked him. He liked that he was looking at you. And... That's what we lose out on with these new dry doctors, these new, the crazy doctors actually, they're, they're kind of just, well, they're just very simply very crazy doctors that they give us now, and I just, I really want to thank Donald Trump for putting us back in the right direction, because he didn't do anything, but he did take my new doctors that I've been getting and he kind of shuffled them so now it is a little bit like a, a surprise bag so whenever I go to the doctor it's a different doctor and they say different crap and they don't really give me advice they just give me medicine they say here's your medicine and it's always I don't know if I need medicine but it's always a kind of medicine that makes you bruise easily I have lots of that kind of medicine that just gives you bruises Hey folks, Lamagin is nowhere to be found. He might give us a call. You can give us a call at 216-368-2208. It's 216-368-2208. And, uh, but until we get some callers in here, I kind of want to go through this Trump. Donald Trump announced a big announcement, a big, huge Japan announcement. He made a new trade deal, and this will be great for the farmers who I don't know about and who I don't like because they're boring. So here's the president making his big announcement. He's very, he just opened the door, and we will go piece by piece into this little announcement that he made. Here's the president speaking at the White House about his new trades. He made a trade. Mr. President. Well, thank you very much, everybody. I want to start by no problem. wishing my very good friend, Prime Minister Abe of Japan, a very happy birthday. He's 39 years old today. <laughs> so please extend my wishes to the Prime Minister. Oh, it's a, a joke because he's disgustingly old. Okay, that was a joke because he's disgustingly old. And you don't get to hear the President tell a joke where people like it a whole lot. So we will go back and listen to the joke. He said something about his age that went off hilariously for the people in, in the room. <laughs> oh, that was the laughter. Let me go back. So this is him telling a joke about the president of Japan. Everybody, I want to start by wishing my very good friend, Prime Minister Abe of Japan, a very happy birthday. He's 39 years old today. <laughs> so 
that was guttural laughter from all his crones. All his funny guys are all baldies in the back. They're greasy, they're baldies, and they're all laughing. Uh, because his pre- the Prime Minister of Japan is probably very old, and that's usually, that's usually the joke. 39. So, we're gathered here today at the White House this afternoon to discuss a very strong and groundbreaking achievement for the United States and Japan, the signing of the new U.S.-Japan Trade Agreement and the U.S.-Japan Digital Trade Agreement. Digital is becoming a very big factor in the world. These two deals represent a tremendous victory for both of our nations. They will create countless jobs, expand investment and commerce, reduce our trade deficit very substantially, promote fairness and reciprocity, and unlock the vast opportunities for growth. In the United States, these deals are a game-changer for our farmers and our ranchers. We love our farmers and we love our ranchers. We've been working very hard on this, providing them with significantly enhanced access to a critical foreign market. In a moment, I'll be uh, really honoring a lot of the folks in the room. Okay, even the president's bored. That's how you know it's time to cut the crap. <laughs> Start telling the jokes and making the people laugh. It's very boring. He is bored. Everyone there is bored. And, and I, no one even knows what a, a trade agreement means. I definitely don't. I don't know when. Whenever there's two countries and it says the word trade and it says the word agreement, it my brain turns off. It means nothing to me. Here you go, Mr. President. The floor is yours. That are here with us from farm country, ranch country. And we're going to be witnessing a historic signing by Ambassador Robert Lighthizer. (laughs) Doing a fantastic job. Thank you very much, honey. Deputy Secretary of Agriculture Stephen Chensky is here. Where's Stephen? Stephen? Hi, Stephen deal with Japan, but, you know, China's big buying again. You see that China's buying very big. A lot of people don't like to talk about that, but China's in the market buying very big agricultural. I will keep that in mind. China buying big. I mean, you go there and packed with people. I've never been there. I've just seen pictures, but shoulder to shoulder packed with people. Chinese people in China. And they say they buy big. But what he means is they buy big, big boxes, big loads, big freighter ships, big, big cruise ships filled with pallets and boxes and cubic, really cubic meters or yards of little things. They buy a lot of little things. It's not one big thing. Like, the, the president is a big man. He's got a lot on his mind and he makes things sound differently than they are. We're also joined by several senior leaders from our nation's top technology companies, including Chris Padella of IBM. Hi, Chris. How are you? How's IBM doing? Very good. You have a lot to do with farming, too, I know, right? With all of those programs that you do. Smart farming, a very smart farming. Peggy Johnson of Microsoft. Peggy, thank you very much for being here. Please say hello, too. In addition to the agreements we're signing with Japan today, we reached a tremendous agreement with Mexico and Canada to replace NAFTA with the new USMCA, and hopefully that'll get done uh, in, in barrels, right? Something like that. That's a lot. 
That's a lot. Say it again. 16 billion gallons. That's a lot. That's a lot of, that's a lot of gallons. <laughs> it simply is. Sometimes you hear a number and it's so large that you want to hear it hold it back to you. Just like Mr. President does here. That's a lot of, that's a lot of gallons. So yes. I think they, uh, so they should like me out in Iowa and all of the different places, huh? I think so. I love when, when he, whenever something gets told, he has to make sure they still like me. Oh, they must like me. They must really like me. And that is amazing. Is it? Good president. Good man. Good trade president. Trade agreement and U.S.-Japan digital trade agreement bills on these incredible successes to the benefit of both of our nations. And I have to say that while we're here, and because of the fact that we're talking about agriculture, uh, ethanol, and the farmers of Nebraska and Iowa and all of the different places that wanted it, uh, we've we've come to an agreement, and it's going to be, I guess, about uh, getting close to 16 billion barrels or something like that. That's a lot. That's a lot. Say it again. 16 billion gallons. That's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of gallons. So I think they, uh, so they should like me out in Iowa and all of the different places, huh? I think so. And also, and very importantly, we've taken in tremendous amounts of money in the form of tariffs from China. China has eaten uh, the cost of those tariffs because they've uh, devalued their currency and they've also pumped a lot of money into their system. Uh, deflation. System? Pumped a lot of money into their system? Uh, deflation is, uh, we have no inflation. In tremendous amounts of money in the form of tariffs from China. China has eaten uh, the cost of those tariffs because they've uh, devalued their currency and they've also pumped a lot of money into their system. Uh, deflation devalued their currency and they've also pumped a lot of money into their system. Uh, deflation is... You're on the air, yeah, please. WRUW, you're FM. This is on the air. You're, uh, you're on the air. Hey there, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, my name's Steve. I live out in Lawrence, Lawrence, Kansas, and I'm a farmer that's affected by these uh, changes that you're 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 letting us listen to. Oh, that's so pleasing to hear that 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 you happen to be listening on a night where I'm playing a nine-minute block of the president talking about well farm stuff that is only applicable to people like you. Only to me, exactly. Yeah, I've been farming for years now, but at the same point, I'm excited to hear what's coming down the barrel. You know what I mean? Yes. You've got a lot of great ideas, and and they affect me. They really do. I am the most important person for him. Aren't you happy about all the things that are happening in his big plan about farming? Definitely. And how it affects your life? All those barrels of wheat. Gallons. More than gallons. You you don't even know you don't even know the half of it. So the problem is I don't know the language. The language is yeah, that's the thing, is it's a its own language, definitely. But still, he's he's got all the right people involved. He really does. I mean you can just hear him. He knows exactly who to go to. Can you go back to that? I wanted to hear a couple of those names. I wanted to see if I recognized anybody. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll skip around and you scream if you hear it. A lot of gallons. So I think they, uh, so they should like me out in Iowa and 
No, no, that's I not. think so. No, that's not and it. And also, and very importantly, we've taken in tremendous mm-hmm. amounts of money. Farmers want it. Farmers want it. Here today, representing American farmers and ranchers benefiting from Here this deal. There's a tremendously important deal and a very big deal, including those mm-hmm. from our beef, pork, poultry, wheat, dairy, and corn associations. Ooh. Do you know any of those words? Wait, do I those, know a couple of those words. Do yeah. those words ring any bells? I know some people that grow, that, uh, well, it's not really grow as much as produce, I guess. People that produce those things, but I, that's j- just what they make. That's not who they are, you know. Everything matters is the person. And mm-hmm. I think that's a direct quote from him from this uh, speech. It's a pretty huge speech, so let's listen back to what he says. Not a very big deal, including those from our beef, pork, poultry, beef, wheat, pork, dairy, and corn associations. Dairy, corn associations. See, those words mean nothing to me, but to someone like you, that's probably like, whoa, 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 whoa. Every time you hear one of those words, it's kind of like a, you're having a you-know-what a sexual thing. It's like an I-know-what sexual thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, corn's been around for years, but it's only been uh, over the last couple decades they've been able to actually synthesize it so that it's able to be eaten. It's really only corn. Really, the public is only... The husk. They just think of the husk completely, but it, there's so much more to it. Yeah, there's the cold color. Many people didn't know that it's yellow, and there's also green, and then it's yellow. Because that's the thing. You think most things can only be one color, but they can't. That's what Mr. Trump is helping me realize now. Yes, he's also pointing out, he just pointed out that we really didn't know what corn was until a couple of years ago. Right. People thought it was strawberries. Exactly. Because what what happened was all this, almost like strawberries, they were just... uh, individual what's kernels that's the word i'm not a corn far, i'm not a corn farmer but i know what a kernel is you know you got kernels and iphones and all kinds of stuff but they've been able to make them out of almost nothing but the kernel actually expands out from almost not a, from I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself like a popcorn so they have popcorn's part of it but they have a whole what is it a cock a cock a cob the cock, oh. what they put, that's, yeah, that's exactly it. I'm trying to, oh, pardon me. Cob. Yeah, a cob. So a cob, cob is when a lot of corn, a cob is a lot of corn altogether. Right, it's one-sixteenth of a gallon. Yeah, that's so, a lot of gallons. Exactly, it all adds up really fast when you put them all on a cob. So all the kernels get put onto that cob. And the thing is, though, that we're able to, well, you can break them off of the cob and do other stuff with them, you know, like make beef and just, you know, that's the other thing, too, is he's talking about all these trade agreements, and I know a lot about that. I've been trading stuff for years. We don't even need to deal with money out in Lawrence, Kansas. It's all trade, so that's what trade means. I thought trade was some kind of boring mumbo. You know what I'm talking about. So trade. No, well, I was going to say bullshit. Because we're allowed to say that now. Really? Yes. That's in, that's news. Did you listen to our show last week? We have discovered it. We're allowed to say it. 
Really? No, I I didn't listen. I was out farming by the by the moonlight. Well, why are, I'm just curious. Is it is it a slow night? Is it, did you farm everything already? Oh, um, I got tired, so I took I went went in. Oh, um, well, anyways. So right now, trade right now is. I'm just in, uh, sorry, I, I wanted to tell you where I'm at. I guess is because I'm I'm just leaning back in my easy chair, listening to Little Triv, just the, those beautiful, beautiful sounds of your voice coming through my, it's an internet, no, it's not intra, internet radio. And, uh, right, my dog, Felix, is right on my lap, a nice cup of coffee, and... Is it winter there? In Kansas? Is it winter? What's winter? Ah, uh, so it's summer. What's, is, well, in Kansas, we have, uh, only two seasons, the wet and the dry season. Oh, uh, excuse me, pardon me. Did I offend you? No. Why would you offend? Why would you think that would offend me? Because I insulted your intelligence. Because he, actually, you insulted my intelligence. So I'm offended that you wouldn't think that I would have to already had to know that. Because I wouldn't. There wouldn't be no way for me to know that. Well, you you asked a question, and I responded with a question. So, um, I'm sorry if I offended you. I know that you didn't offend me, and I hope we can let, uh, as we say here, um, bygones be cob on the corn. Yeah, I hope we can really brush it under the rug. It might be hard at this point. I don't know. Can I just play a little bit more of this clip for you and you can get your feedback, I, I suppose? Sure. Report today, I believe, in the Washington Times, where uh, they talked about the tremendous amount of money that has actually come in from tariffs. And it's been a number that we've never even seen before in this country. We've had, uh, we, that should be in its own way, wow. a level playing field. The amazing thing about the farmer, and we, I've had, been with so many, they don't even want that, right? That's right. They just want a level That's playing right. field. They don't even want yeah, You don't even want the money. No, not at all. It's, I just want people to have what I'm making. You just want to be able to give your crap, right? Yeah. I just want grow stuff and just have it. The thing is, though, that he's he's right, though, that the tariffs are the tariffs are the bad part. At least that's what I understood. What did you think? I don't know you what the, tariff is. Is it like terrorist? Do you know? <laughs> I know what, exactly what a terrorist is, and maybe that's what he's talking about. That's probably it, right? They they sound alike, so they got to be the same thing. It's a fairly short period of time. Our country is doing really well. But we That's are taking right. care of our farmers out of the billions and billions of dollars that we've gotten. You know about that, Zippy, right? So we're giving uh, $12 billion from the Zippy, year before. Zippy, you know him? Of course I know Zippy. Is that the guy that you were talking about knowing? Yeah, that's the guy I know. Zippy. Zippy. I grew up next to him. I've never met somebody named, named Zippy before, and he looks, you know, he looks like just your every average day schlub that you would see rolling down Lakeside Avenue with a walker. He, he doesn't have a walker, the one I know. We've got a bunch of folks that got names that you might think are crazy. Yeah, we got but they're normal. loans. They're normal for us. That's the thing. You're still there, right? Hello? 
Hello. Hello? Yes, I'm still listening. Hello? Okay. I, yeah, I can hear you now. Good. Sorry, I was getting static and feedback, and I'm, I'm not sure what that was, but... Um, by your old home? You're probably using an old phone in an old farmer's home. Well, yeah, you're right. We've got internet, but the missus, she won't let me get the new phones. So I had to, you gave me the number and I just decided to put a little bit of extra, uh, what's it called, long distance service on the phone. So I made sure to spin that wheel all the way around and then pull it back all the way around and then... It just spins back and forth and back and forth. It's like an old potter's wheel. It's you can use... Wheel. That's what's keeping my phone going. Know what you have the money to pay for this this phone call with your long distance? With the money you got left over from the tariffs. Exactly. Which are paid for got... by the terrorists. Yeah, the terrorists got all my money. Ter- so terrorists are, are terrorists good people. Yeah, those terrorists are good people, of course. Yes, I think so, too. I think terrorists are good people. Anyways, what what were you going on about? Well, I was just talking about Zippy. Um, Because Zippy's my cousin. His his mother is Bones, and then his father's Advil, and my my grandfather is Advil. So he's actually my, I think it's cousin once removed. But yeah, Zippy and I have been going to the Kansas State Fair together since... 1932, we've been selling our wares and trying to make amends for all the sinful living we've been doing for all those years, but well, you I'm know really what? glad that Zip- I, I never knew anybody named Zippy, but I do know that I, when me and my buddies used to do lots of cocaine, we would feel Zippy. We would It would be our attitude. We'd be Zippy. So right, is, he, right. is he a cocaine kind of guy? Is he a cocaine farmer? No, he's not a cocaine farmer. Well, when we think of feel zippy, though, we would uh, touch him. That's what we do. We just rub our hands and sometimes our faces and sometimes our cheeks all over Zippy's big, bald forehead. Sometimes going down to his hairline, just wanted to feel that, too. Um, so he wasn't really big into coke, I think. He kind of, what's the stuff that makes you feel really good, makes you want to touch everything? What is it? Heroin? Fentanyl? Heroin. Well, yeah, fentanyl. That's what he would do. Yeah, just lines and lines of fentanyl. We know it wasn't lines. What was it? Shoot. That's incredible <laughs> that he used to do so much fentanyl. That is just simply astonishing. Uh, it's really hard to get a reaction out of me, but wow, Zippy, he just sounds like a badass. He sounds like a kind of guy I want at my party. Yeah, that's Some, what I was talking about. Hey, someone's so, got to be the hyper guy doing all the fentanyl. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, that was Zippy. Well, no, he's he seems like he's still doing it too. I mean, he's getting shouted out by the president. He's one cool mf'er. Part of my language. jeez. Uh, oh, jeez. So what? What was that? I said jeez. Jeez, yeah. Yeah, oh, jeez. He definitely had that. He was one of those guys, he just walks in the room, oh, jeez. Looks like we're going to just do a couple lines and go out dancing at the barn. Or the, what's it called? A barn raisin. Well, if you excuse you know me, I mean? I'm going to find the uh, the part where he talks specifically to Zippy. Oh. Zippy's probably sending us. Yeah, yeah. Play this too right now, right? 
with all of those programs that you do. Too. Smart farming, a very smart farming. Peggy Johnson of Microsoft. Peggy, thank you very much for being here. Let me say hello, too. And Craig Albright of Business Software Alliance. Thank you very much, Craig. Appreciate it. Albright. We do appreciate your support, and it really is well, like smart never farming. Right. In fact, going to agreement substantially right expanding feeling? American yeah, auto right exports. Yeah. Uh, it's made a tremendous difference. That was a terrible agreement, and we renegotiated it. It's coming. And it's Who's now a, a very good agreement a for the United States. It was not a good agreement for the United States at all. Today's signing of the U.S.-Japan trade agreement and U.S.-Japan digital trade hey, agreement bills on these incredible successes to the benefit of both of our nations. And I have to say that while we're here, and Thank because you. of the fact that we're talking about agriculture, uh, <laughs> ethanol, and the farmers of Nebraska and Iowa and all of the different places that wanted it, uh, we've, we've come to an agreement, and it's going to be, I guess, about uh, getting close to $16 billion. Is here. Oh, we're getting Where's close. Stephen? Stephen? Hi, Stephen. Great job. Thank you very much. Spoke to Sonny last night. We're doing well. A very uh, great gentleman, a very popular man, too, in the world, and especially his wonderful state, Steve Daines. Steve, Steve I, I saw you back there. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Yeah. I also uh, saw you. You are strong. You're doing good. And that's a good decision. He's a funny president. Thanks, Steve. He's a funny president. Jody Arrington and Kevin Hearn. And uh, thank you, fellas, for being here, as well as Where's North Zippy? Dakota Governor. We're Doug waiting. Doug. He'll come. I want to get thank Zippy. You. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Where's that good dog? Good job. Good dog. All right, it's coming. It's coming. I know that North it is. Carolina, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest. We just appropriated a amount of money for the hurricane. You know about that, right? Iowa Lieutenant Governor Adam Gregg. Adam, great job. Great job. And many other state and local officials. We have some tremendously respected people here, political people. I want to extend a special welcome to all of the leaders here today representing American farmers and ranchers benefiting from this deal. This is a tremendously important deal and a very big deal, including those from our beef, pork, poultry, wheat, dairy, and corn associations. I would particularly like to recognize Zippy, Zippy Duval. He's been with us from the beginning. Zippy, Zippy, where's my Zippy? Where's Zippy? There's Zippy. Zippy's always, he's always here trying to make good deals for you folks, right? Poultry, wheat, dairy, and corn associations. I would particularly like to recognize Zippy, Zippy Duval. He's been with us from the beginning. Zippy, beginning. Zippy, Zippy. Zippy. I would particularly like to recognize Zippy, Zippy Duval. He's been with us from. Would particularly like to recognize Zippy, Zippy Duval. He's been with us from the beginning. Zippy. I get goosebumps to my core whenever he says it. They go all, oh, you get them in the core. I, they go all the way down to my feet. They go right to the, they go right all the way to the tip of my, you know what. Oh, right. See, I got a medical condition. That's why they go to my feet. So if he would always just take them down there. Does he rub his fentanyl in it? Does he do his little fentanyl massages into your feet? 
No, no, the opposite. He he liked my feet so much, he'd blow the fentanyl right off of them. Is fentanyl you know, he... created from burnt, burnt flesh, powderized, dehydrated body? Yeah, it's burnt flesh. It's Yeah, fentanyl mm-hmm. is pure burnt flesh put together in a lab by scientists from out of the country. I'm not exactly sure where. The only zippy would tell us, but I would always forget. And then he would just bring bring that. It wasn't really a bag, and it wasn't really a jar. So it was a, I don't even know. So he would just bring that and then tell us he wanted to do it, and we would just listen. That was how it worked. Doesn't that make sense? So he kind of sounds... He sounds like he knows a lot because he has a lot of connections with scientists in other countries and the president, who he'd also do such dirty things like scrape the fentanyl off your feet. Yeah, yeah. I, the, yeah. The, well, frost, the frostbitten parts of your feet, since it's dead skin, I would imagine would make fentanyl. Right, well, that's the extra crystalline part that occurs after it. Yeah, the process of production is not unlike the process of making cigarettes. So you actually have a layer of dead skin outside your feet at any given moment. And that has lots and lots of nutrients, specifically, I think it's called nitrates and nitrites. And I always forget the two, but what you're able to do is um, when you want to make fentanyl, you just scrape off part of your toes and you're, it's almost toe jam, but it's not that consistency. You have to add a little bit of water to get it nice and thick. So once that's done, you're able to let it dry out and put it together, and that's when you use it after that. So he was always so industrious, just so many times where you just think you're out, and he's like, wait a second, and he'll just pull out his little pocket knife. It wasn't a Swiss Army because he didn't trust the Swiss. He's like, either make a decision one way or the other, and then he would just go. He would just Once he had his, his trusty American Leatherman, he would just start scraping and scraping and scraping, and by the end of it, my foot was just kind of, a bloody pulp, but he was able to put it back together because he knew how the how how the drugs worked and they get in your system and you just start regrowing these limbs all of a sudden. Um, so yeah, but to answer your question, he he always knew what to do, and that's why we always trusted him. So you you could be leaving a party, you could be just walking. Okay, I'm gonna head out late night, 3 a.m. You're leaving the party, and then you feel the 6 a.m. What are you talking about? Okay, 6 a.m. All night. Okay, that's all I know. But your night's just beginning with my hypothetical scenario here. So you're you're saying, okay, I'll see you guys later, and you're leaving around 3 a.m., and then you feel the cold grip of Zippy. He's grabbed you because you're on your way out, and then he goes to work on you and tries to get all the fentanyl off you with it, with all the tools you mentioned, and then you end up sticking around till 6. Right. Well, yeah, we was... Sometimes go past six, just depending on what time the suns came up. And did he cook your breakfast? Was it a kind of fentanyl pound cake, lump cake? No, no, he didn't trust his own cooking. We would always go out. You know, he was like, I'm buying breakfast, and he'd take us out for breakfast. He and didn't, he couldn't say no. He didn't you know trust I mean? his own He didn't trust his own cooking? Right, right. Well, with all the methane in the house, that was the issue. Yeah, see, he he was um, he had a lot of end stage renal disease at the time I knew him. Um, he's since totally recovered, according to that video you showed, where he's just walking around like an everyday Joe. Um, 
but he had a lot of problems. So he um, had the doctors prescribed him. What was it? Was it methane? Yeah. He would had to put methane on his, he had this tube and he had to go everywhere and he would just constantly suck it on his methane. Um, Cause it was the only way for him to metabolize. I forget if that even, if that even is the right word. I'm just a, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, you're just a, you're just a know-nothing farmer. Exactly. But I would pay attention. I'd pay attention to what he had because it was just a big sign on it. And it said, don't breathe this. But he was just constantly breathing it. He just trusted what the doctor said. So by the end of it, though, um, that's why we had to go out is because you can't cook in the house with all that methane going around. Yep, it'll explode, I guess, if I know anything about the chemistry. Yeah, something like that. It was either that or it made the eggs smell bad. I could never tell whether he was serious about it or not, but still. Well, Mr. Farmer, you had a badass call. I I just want to thank you for your time and, and really informing us about what it's really like to be a farmer, what Zippy's all about. And saving us from the eight-minute block of the of the announcement about the trade deal, who we also learned about. Right, right. I, I do have one. I, I appreciate. I really would like to say thank you for uh, allowing me to speak my mind. It's very important. But I, I can I ask you something? Yes. And this is kind of a silly thing, but um, I was wondering if you could say good night to my dog Felix. Good night, Felix. I'm just, one, one more time. Wait a second. I'm going to put it by his ears. Okay? <clears throat> All right. Go ahead. Good night, Felix. You are covered in lumps. You will need to get their lumps looked at by a professional doctor. The problem is the doctor isn't one that you choose anymore because Obama, Barack, you might remember Barack Obama took away the doctor of choice, so you will get some random doctor and he won't look at the lump. And I'm telling you, Felix, one of those lumps is bad news. Good night, folks. This is a good night show with Little Diesel. We'll see you on TV. Zippy, 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 zippy